welcome back to the podcast. Today we are going to do an energy update for the month of February 2023. I cannot believe that it's already Feb. Can you believe it? I feel like January was 10 years in one month. I don't know if that was just me, but it was a very interesting month and I'm excited to see what is going to unfold this month. So uh, before I jump into it, I just want to say, I just want to like make some comments about January as Christina. The guides are all around, so I'll jump into, you know, them sharing what we need to know this month in a second. But I'm just really curious to see how this year plays out. I've talked about this a lot, but this is a universal year seven, which means as a whole, as a collective, we are going to be moving through a lot of spiritual awakenings and big personal realizations and a lot of a lot of inner focus, a lot of learning, things like that. And so it's just really interesting for me to see how this plays out. One of the simplest changes I have ever made that has had the biggest impact on my health and wellness, how productive I am, my mental clarity, basically just me functioning optimally has been adding in electrolytes. And I used to think electrolytes were just for athletes. And I used to think they were all filled with crap. And most of them are filled with crap. But a few years ago, I got turned on to Element. And holy shit, did my life change. I have never looked back. I did not realize that a lot of my symptoms that I was having that I couldn't figure out what the root cause was, like fatigue, just feeling generally sluggish, feeling weak, trouble focusing, trouble with concentration, constant cravings, feeling hungry no matter how much I ate, random headaches here and there, just not sleeping well. There were so many little things going on and I didn't know what the root cause was and it was electrolyte deficiency, which is especially relevant if you are on a whole foods-based diet. I mean, especially if you're low carb, but I'm not low carb anymore. This is still something that definitely affects me. And as an energy worker, I am burning through a lot of light. And it's the number one thing I suggest to all of my clients who come in for an energy healing session, as well as all of my clients that I train in energy healing and intuitive work. And really everybody who's in any of my containers, we're we're moving a lot of energy all the time just by moving through things, doing personal development work. That is all frequency work. Electrolytes are key. I really feel like everybody needs electrolytes and element is the cleanest on the market. Co-founder Rob Wolf is somebody I have trusted when it comes to health and wellness for so long. He had a huge impact on me when I originally shifted from a standard American diet to a whole foods-based approach a while back, which totally changed my life. And I know how picky he is with ingredients and wanting something that actually works. And this stuff does, which is why I'm obsessed and why so many US Olympics teams, NFL teams, NBA teams, NHL teams, special forces like Navy SEALs and Marines all use Element. I swear when I'm feeling foggy, I drink some electrolytes, I drink Element and it's like my brain just turns on. My favorite flavors are the citrus salt and the watermelon. And I love to put the chocolate in my coffee. You can also just put it in hot water and it's like a salted hot chocolate. It's so good, but honestly, you really can't go wrong. And you can try it totally risk-free. This is how it works. Whether you are a new customer or not, same thing for everybody. When you place an order with my code CTC, so it's gonna be drinkelement.com slash CTC. With your order, you will get a free sample pack that includes one packet of every flavor, which is great so that you can try more flavors and just get more product for free. If you place your order and you don't like the order, they offer no questions asked refunds on all orders and you don't even have to send it back. So there's seriously no downside. This could truly change your life. Just head to drinkelement.com slash CTC. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash CTC. You'll get your free sample pack with your order. And that way you can try out all of my favorite flavors. And you know, I, as a channel, as an intuitive, as an energy healer, tend to be the person that people run to when shit's hitting the fan. So I feel like I get to see the behind the scenes of what's really going on because you might have this illusion of how people are doing or what's going on based on what you see on social media or what they're sharing in with the public, which, you know, that's their own deal. There's nothing wrong with that. We, we don't need to share everything with everybody. But what I'll say is I have never, never in my in my career, <laughs> uh, in, in this type of work had a month, such a concentrated period of time where so many people were having wild awakening experiences. Some of them were, you know, well, I will say most of these people, 
actually all of them are not like brand new to spirituality or anything. And I bring that up because I think sometimes we think like, oh, I went through my dark night of the soul. I went through my spiritual awakening isn't over. And it's not really <laughs> like that. We can have awakenings within the awakenings, you know, and when you, when you align with the path of your soul and you are committed to unraveling whatever needs to be unraveled so that you can live in alignment with what's for your highest and best, more realizations come forward as they are meant to in divine timing and you experience different levels of the spiritual awakening and you experience different dark nights of the soul catalyzed by different reasons. I mean, I can think of multiple periods of my life I would, I would consider to be a dark night of the soul. Many, many ego deaths. It's not just a one and done thing. Um, you know, maybe it will be for you, maybe. <laughs> but for a lot of people, you know, there's more than one because if we keep attaching our ego to, and what I mean by that is if we keep attaching our sense of worth to something outside of ourselves, like if this company is successful, then I'm a success. If I make this much money, then I'm a success. If this relationship works out, if I get married and have kids by this age or this time, then I'm good enough. If we keep attaching our sense of self-worth to these external things, then we're going to keep having the ego death if you have aligned with the path of awakening. Because the whole point is to realize that you are worthy no matter what. And we don't have to attach our sense of value or self-worth to anything outside of ourselves. But this month, I have seen just a lot of people going through it, going through big ego deaths, going through big transformation, psychic gifts turning on really intensely, really quickly. And I know that can be a lot for people, you know, when it when it opens up that quickly. And, and it's funny because a lot of people in this community will you know, in conversation, people just want things to turn on, like turn on all the way, all at once. And I used to think I wanted that too. The universe is generous when it takes its time. You know, our higher selves are generous when they're taking their time with opening up our, all of our gifts and having those open up incrementally. It's very generous so we can get used to it rather than it all turns on really intensely at once. It can be so much overstimulation. I actually had that experience. It was after my Kundalini rising a couple years ago and I had been like, <laughs> I mean, it was very ego driven, but I was like, I just want all my gifts to turn on, like just turn them all on, like stop waiting for them to turn on and they all turn on. At once, after my kundalini awakening, my kundalini rising, everything just turned on full blast. And they were on before, but I knew that there was more that could open up. And I literally could not function as a person for three days straight. Like I could not function. I couldn't hear. Because I, I, I was hearing and seeing and knowing and feeling so much, so intensely. It was just so much overstimulation. I couldn't do anything. Like when people would try and talk to me in the 3D I couldn't hear anything. Uh, I, everything was too bright. It was really actually painful. I didn't sleep. It was not good. So anyway, it can be very intense and overstimulating when this stuff turns on. I get it. Uh, and that is why, you know, having tools is really helpful. I highly recommend your, this, my psychic development course. I almost said your psychic development course. Uh, so <laughs> that's uh, not a coincidence. <laughs> I highly recommend checking out my psychic development course if your gifts are opening up so you can learn to really work with these in in a way that feels good for you, lean into them, develop them, but also protect yourself so you're not, you know, feeling overly stimulated. I'm a big believer in turning things down, turning them up as we need instead of having it on full blast all the time. We're always connected, but anyway, check that out because I think that's going to be really helpful for people this year. Bringing that up because I've literally ref referred like 50 people individually in the last month to that course as, as they've come to me with these things opening up. Um, there have been also a lot of psychic attacks, which is, you know, people freak out about, about it. Don't freak out about it. They can come out in, in many ways. It can feel like, um, you know, it can be 3d stuff. It can feel like everything's going wrong. It can, it can be energies working through other people where it feels like a sabotage energy, a lot of stuff in dreams, a lot of, negative self-talk, thoughts in your head. Uh, it can feel like depression or anxiety. Um, you know, it can 
feel like I, I feel like a sense of sabotage is or just general low frequency emotions. If you're getting attacked in your dreams in the astral, then that is a sign of a psychic attack. So those are all things to think about. And that can happen when you are about to really, really step into your lights, when you are about to really, really activate all of your gifts. So it doesn't always happen, but sometimes when somebody's about to have a huge upgrade up level, they will experience some of that because lower frequency entities are trying to get in the way of you fully anchoring in your lights. Because when you fully anchor in your light, you are fully stepping into your power and then they don't have any food, any fuel. So if that's happening, definitely check out the Channel Collective membership resources about clearing some of that stuff. It's going to be really helpful. Um, I just wanted to mention that because I have seen that coming up. And if you've been coming to the monthly energy healing circles, those are very helpful too. So we can just clear out those, those energies. So make sure you're staying up to date on your energetic hygiene. That's all mapped out in the membership. And I just wanted to mention some of this stuff before I jump into February, uh, because it was just so relevant for January and I haven't really, um, recap that for you guys yet. So there's been a lot of that. There's also just been a lot of big life decisions being made. Um, and, and I think this is really going to roll into this next month. And what I just want to say regarding what I was just mentioning is remember that you are always in control. You are the powerful one. If you tell an energy, it has to leave it has to leave. Just remember that you have the power. And so the illusion is that you don't have the power to shift anything or it's just happening. You can't do anything about it. That's the illusion. And people get trapped in that illusion. So then they never declare or command these energies leave or they stop sabotaging them or getting in the way. You are the powerful one and no one else can take that power away from you. So just remember that uh, and you can clear that. And, uh, you know, I always think about it like, like dealing with a bog art in Harry Potter, you know, when they just go ridiculous <laughs> and they uh, turn it into something funny, do the same thing. It'll clear the energy. All right. So a little about January and I'm, I'm, they're having me bring this up. Guides come in now. They're having me bring this up because it is going to be so relevant for February because we're going to feel that energy roll into it. But February is, what are we in numerology? And nine, seven plus two, nine. So completion, finishing things, wrapping things up, things are coming to fruition, maybe projects coming to fruition. What cycles do you want to close? What parts of your life do you want to close? Um, completion, right? Endings, which don't have to be a bad thing. They can be beautiful. That is how life works. We are just in constant cycles of death and rebirth. And life becomes a lot easier when we accept that life will be a consistent process of death and rebirth in different ways throughout our lives. And a lot of people resist death or they resist endings, but then they also are resisting the new, the rebirth, the springtime, you know? So you might notice that energy coming up for you this month in February, things coming to completion. Um, but let me just tune in a little more. They're saying that things have been basically building. So they're, they're saying that some people have gotten kind of like knocked onto the path of realization in January. And then this month, we're actually going to come to a place of acceptance of like, I'm ready to let this go. Uh, because that's that can be a process, right? When we realize that things in our life need to come to a close, need to end, it's, it's time to, maybe it's ending a relationship, it's ending a part of your career, maybe it's leaving, maybe it's moving, maybe it's, it could be whatever you're ending. There's a grief that can come with that. And that's okay, right? Like we have to let ourselves feel that grief so we can really move through it because if we don't it's just going to be there and eventually it's going to catch up to us but it feels like a lot of the insight around what needs to end or needs to be completed has really popped up strongly in the last month or maybe it will this month if, if it hasn't for you already but I think a lot of the awareness has really been bubbling or brewing in January but we've had to let ourselves be in a process of understanding that and and 
coming to peace with that and just really accepting it, you know, and it feels like this month is when we're going to actually take the action of, okay, I'm moving on. Okay. I'm putting this to bed. Okay. I'm really done with this. You know, I'll say with things that I'm letting go of in my life, like it's definitely always a process for me of grieving and, you know, maybe I'll let go of a little aspect of it. And then I let go of another aspect of it. And they're just pieces of it that it takes me a while to mentally fully, fully let go of. And so that's okay for that to be a process, but it feels like in February, there is an energy of peace that wants to come in and it's realizing that there's peace in releasing what's no longer serving you anymore. So that word peace is really coming up strongly. The other thing that's coming up with this month, it's interesting, this this month is very, what's coming through intuitively is very red and yellow. You can think solar plexus, you can think root chakra for red. Um, and they're saying, they're saying it's a month of personal power. It's a month of stepping into your personal power and realizing that part of how you step into your personal power fully access that is, is in release, is in releasing things that are not in alignment with who you really are, with where you want to go. And an aspect of this is understanding how many things you've been holding on to for other people. Whether that is because they're involved and you don't want to let them down, whether that is because you don't want people to think less of you, there could be something related to an image here. Um, But they're bringing that up of just this realization of how much have I been doing for other people and what have I really been deciding for myself? And wow, I'm like feeling this in my body, my whole body. Man, I think chills from head to toe when we really start to just become aware of how much of our lives how many of the decisions that that we make are impacted <laughs> by the people around us, whether or not they're even putting pressure on us, you know? So this is outside of people putting pressure on you to choose a certain thing, to show up a certain way, to do something specific. This is just us already anticipating what people are going to say or believe or think. And it's funny because when when we really bring that to conscious awareness, if you start journaling about this kind of stuff, you start to realize I'm just making this, these people up. Like who are all of these people who are going to judge me, make fun of me, blah, blah, blah. But then there are going to be people who it does get very much, who they are very much affected by the decisions that you might make. And that is when you have to look at, do I really believe that when I choose what's for my highest and best, that is also for the highest and best of everybody involved, you know? And so this might mean you are creating some separation in certain relationships. You know, maybe you're just creating more space. Maybe you're just not hanging out with those people all the time. Maybe a dynamic within a certain relationship has to shift. You have to have a very serious, serious conversation that looks like, you know, I really love you. I value our relationship, whatever it is. This dynamic isn't serving me because X, Y, Z. So for this to continue, this is really what what I need. Like, do you feel like that's something that interests you as well? Because I know that this is what I need in this relationship, you know? So it could be very serious, serious conversations. It could also look like things happening with career where you know, you're holding on because you don't want to inconvenience somebody. I mean, the number of people I know in career, just in general, who, you know, they've been saying for years they're going to they're gonna leave or they're going to close this up and they never do it because they feel the pressure of everybody around them. You know, well, no one's trained in this position. Who's going to take my position? Well, what about all these people, you know, who uh, work for this company? What are they going to do? And it's so small-minded for us to think that way. It's so small-minded for us to think that way. The universe is going to support you and everybody involved. (laughs) Do you believe that? Do you know that? Do you think the universe wants you in a situation that you hate? Does source want that? Does God want that? Is that why, why your highest self came down onto this planet and incarnated so that you would be stuck in a situation that you're not happy in? That's really not the point, right? But the thing is, when we make these decisions that sometimes our human mind anticipates is going to screw everything up for everybody else. (laughs) We're already expecting that just from our human brains. Sometimes when we make those decisions, because they are the choices that our soul is guiding us to, 
Often, those create the openings for the other people involved to have some of the most important experiences in their lives and to learn some of the most important lessons in their lives. We just can't see it because we're not seeing the whole picture. We can't see the whole picture, right? Uh, But I believe it to be true that when I'm choosing what's for my highest and best, it is also for the highest and best of everybody involved. Uh, and I have seen that to be true again and again in my life. You know, so even if on a human level, we're disappointed in something at first, how is that actually going to work out? Maybe that person is going to be guided to a better relationship, to a better job. They're going to realize something really important about where they were living in a way that was emotionally or in some type of dependence, that's the energy that's coming up. There's some type of dependence that we are trying to be broken out of this year. You know, this year there's a, there's a huge energy around breaking out of these codependent cycles. And even, you know, so many of us who don't think we're codependent, the way that we've been taught to relate just on societal level, it's very energetically dependent. And so what will it actually look like, like for us to be anchored in, our independence, who we really are in our fields, not have to energetically enmesh with other people. And so that is this underlying energy that's coming up really intensely this year. And so throughout the year, we're going to see how that unravels, which will involve relationships looking differently. Uh, And that might mean certain relationships take a backseat or they come to a, a close, they transition to a close. That might look like you know, people leaving the planet, uh, that might look like boundaries having to be set. And that is a huge thing that's coming up. And this is going to be a big theme for this month of boundaries. And where, where do I need to set a boundary? Where have I been avoiding setting boundaries? It's funny how people will, (laughs) people will do anything to avoid setting a boundary because they think it means a confrontation and they don't want to have a confrontation. We've got to look deeper there. You know, I mean, I know people who would rather move, move houses and have a confrontation with their roommate. The number of people I know who, it's like, it's funny. It's kind of funny, but it's also not. Like, instead of saying, this isn't working, like this living situation isn't working and having a clear conversation, you would rather just move and, and blame and make up some excuse and blame yourself. We've got to look underneath that because we, what are we going to do then for the rest of our lives? Just every time a boundary has to be set, run away. You can't live your life in an energy of running away from everything. What do you think you're going to attract if you're doing that? Right? So anyway, wow, (laughs) we are going places. So endings, what boundaries do I need to, do I need to set? But realizing that when you release things, this is how you access your personal power in a whole new way. So there is a very empowered energy that's on the other side of what could feel like the grief, you know, what could feel like fear or grief or sadness or confusion or, you know, just the, a lot of these emotions we don't necessarily like to feel that, you know, maybe we wouldn't choose, but it's through feeling those and through the release and honor that process, honor how it feels. And even just, this is about also releasing different aspects of you, like stepping into a new identity where maybe everybody has told you for so long that you're this type of person. Will you do that? And you don't have to show up that way anymore. You could dress completely differently. You know, maybe everybody expects you to dress a certain way. You dress a completely different way. Um, maybe, Actually, I'm going to share a story about that in a second, but I'm just going to finish what they're saying. Um, you know, maybe everybody expects you to be the, you're the giver, you, you are the host or the hostess. And suddenly you're like, yeah, no, I'm not cooking. No, I'm not hosting. Right. Um, maybe it's with, within your career where the your whole life you've been the numbers person, you've been an accountant, you know, you've been, I don't know, uh, you're a finance person. I'm just making something up. And then overnight you're like, you know what? I'm going to be a tarot reader. I want to read tarot. Um, I'm just going to pop in here with a me thing because they're showing it to me. So if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard probably my new new birthday, new birthday, who dis <laughs> podcast episode about um, like my walk-in and getting a new birthday and time and new charts. And, you know, this could be a whole other podcast, but I just want to put this in here. So I have been over the last few months, um, and really this has been over the last year, but like over the last few months, especially just really going through a very intense personal process around 
like who who am I and getting to know this new version of myself because I'm different like I am different the way I think the way I move through the world uh everything is different and I feel different and there's been this you know grief and kind of holding on to the way that I always was and because I loved that person but it's just different now and I was meditating well you know by meditating, I'm not really, I don't know. I like to call them, I'm just going to call them this, a high journeys. They're like ayahuasca journeys, but with a high, essentially. <laughs> They're like a shrooms trip without the shrooms, literally. So I'm, I'm in my little journey, which basically just means I connect with the frequency with a high and then I just go up and I'm like, all right, where you want to take me today? You know, what's the journey today? And it's different every day, but, um, a couple weeks ago, well, I will also say, <laughs> I was saying this on social media. I was like, I think I should dye my hair darker because every time I see myself in 2023, I'm more brunette. And then I was like, I feel like for me, when I think of like me being an Aries, I'm like blonde, you know? And then when I think of myself being like a Cancer Pisces Scorpio, which is the new chart, it's like more brunette. That's just like a me thing. It's totally subjective. It's just like, <laughs> you know, I don't know why it presents that way to me. And anyway, I was, I opened up my journey and all of a sudden I'm floating above this coffin and it's this, um, like, what's that wood called? Like the, it's like cherry, you know, that, that dark, deep, like cherry colored wood and the coffin opens and I'm in there. And I'm blonde and I'm in there and I'm blonde and I'm floating above it. And then all of a sudden I, I'm down on the ground looking at it and I'm seeing myself in this coffin blonde, but, and I, and I turn and there's a mirror and I see myself and I'm me, <laughs> I'm brunette. And it was very clearly like my new astrology chart, my new human design chart, however you want to see it. <laughs> I'm just using that as a reference point. Um, was looking down at the old me, you know? And I was like, well, I don't want to release all of this. And they said, you know, it's never fully going to go away. That was like, it's your foundation. It's still within you. It's still within you, right? Like, let's say you lose a loved one. You you lose a parent. Like, they're still within you, um, but it's a transition. And, you know, I'll let you take from that visual, whatever you take from that visual, but the guides were just showing that to me, uh, to share. So that was really, you know, when I saw that, I just burst out crying and I realized how much of myself I didn't want to let go of. Um, but new evolution, you know, new things. So if that lands with you in any way (laughs) about a transition you're making or a new version of yourself you're stepping into, like it's, I hope it helps. Um, and what I've taken from it has been like, I, you just have to, you just have to let yourself feel your feelings, but you can't hold on to what's outdated, you know? And I think we create more pain when we do. So this is the month for transitions. And when we actually, it's like, my point with that is and what they're, what they're saying is we can spend so much time not wanting to let go, not wanting to release, not wanting to bring things to a close. And then we finally do. And we go through the, the grief process and we go through, you know, all of those feelings. But then on the other side of it, we look back and we start living our, our new updated life and we feel so much lighter and we feel like ourselves And we realized, oh my gosh, I was hanging on to something that was actually keeping me down in ways that I didn't realize, you know, and it's, it's often because we're afraid to release things that we don't allow ourselves to experience all that life has to offer. So it doesn't always make sense. And sometimes the thing that we have to release isn't bad, right? And that's why we hold on to it because maybe there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. This came up on the energy healing call the other night in the 
channel collective um, group healing somebody said that they keep getting the nudge to move like intuitively they know they want to move but their human mind is like well nothing's wrong here and I said I said I'm about to marry someone it's the day before my wedding and I sit down with you and I say look intuitively I don't I don't think this is right but there's nothing wrong he's great would you tell me to get married? <laughs> I think that's worth repeating uh, for this podcast. Did you know that 70 million Americans have chronic sleep issues and 50% of Americans deal with sleep deprivation? And you know how numbers work. That is probably an underestimate. You've probably dealt with it at some point in your life. And I know that I have dealt with a lot of sleep issues in the past and sleep has become a focus in my life more than ever before. One of my favorite brands of all time, Ned, recently released their new product, Shut Eye Chai, which might be my favorite sleep supplement of all time. It's a mellow super blend latte for sleep that combines adaptogens, aminos, functional mushrooms, and magnesium. The best ingredients out there, all in a heavenly masala chai inspired spiced body. You know, cinnamon, clove, ginger, so good. It's setting you up for amazing sleep. Plus it has ingredients like chaga, reishi, and ashwagandha, which are so nourishing for the body overall. This is so incredible for calming your nervous system. It is huge for manifestation. I've talked about so many times. It's all natural. All of the ingredients are ethically sourced. It's made from functional botanicals, fungi, herbs, plants, minerals, roots, and spices. You know, quality is everything. And Ned is fully transparent. They share their third-party lab reports on their website. They share who farms their products and their whole extraction process. Also FYI, Shut Eye Chai does not contain CBD, caffeine, melatonin, or dairy. Not only does the product itself help me get a really deep restful night's sleep, like my REM is actually, is actually going. I don't wake up in the middle of the night and I just feel so much clearer the next day because of it. The product itself is so incredible, but for me also just adding in this ritual before bed has been such a game changer because I realized how much I was just going, going, going and even my nighttime routine started to turn into like a to-do list and I didn't realize it. So I feel like I wasn't really slowing down until I got into bed. And this ritual has allowed me to really slow down, like take a breath, be really intentional, set some clear intentions before bed, ease into my evening routine. And that has done wonders for my nervous system and my overall sleep. I know for me, when my sleep isn't on point, I feel stressed out. I feel tired. My brain isn't working well, and I really can't do my job. My entire job is pretty much deep work. I have to be really focused and I hold space for a lot of people. So I need to really be energized, clear-headed, and rested. Ned helps me do that and allows me to show up as my best version of myself and do all the things that I wanna do, create all of the content I wanna create. I cannot tell you how much Ned products have changed my life. So if you want to discover how Shut Eye Chai can also revolutionize your sleep and get 15% off, use the code Christina. Just go to helloned.com slash Christina or enter the code Christina at checkout. That's helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, and that will get you 15% off. Sweet dreams. So we'll see what needs to be released. Um, a reevaluation of what we really desire is coming in, of, of what we're really wanting, of what our standards are, of who we're going to let into our lives, and something around family. Like, I feel like a real opening up of, of this definition of family, you know, I think it's really helpful for us to expand our definitions of family of father of mother I've talked about this a lot just like feeling into those energies and relating to them more as an energy as a frequency than attaching them to, to specific people so that we can actually just invite in more of that frequency more of the energy of mother in our lives more of the energy of father in our lives and it doesn't have to be attached to just one person um you know whether or not your parents are still on this planet or whether or not you have a great relationship with them or maybe a not so great, it doesn't matter. Like to me, when we just can just open up that frequency of family, of sister, of brother, of mother, of father, um, then we can just invite more of those frequencies into our lives. And that feels really good, right? Like there's this piece of us on a core level that likes to feel that, that frequency of family. And you can invite in soul family in that way. But I feel like this is uh, a time where you're really going to start to realize 
where you were settling and what you really need now. And I think that's going to lead to a lot of kind of cuts in your life, you know, so recognize how precious your time is and your energy is. I think that's going to come forward in a very intense way this month. Um, okay, pulling some cards here. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, these are the cards we have. We have commitment, beauty, psychic abilities, and animals. Wow. Okay. I love this. I mean, psychic abilities card for sure is like things are going to turn on. I mean, they're going to keep turning on throughout the year, but you will also realize that on the other side of the release, more gifts turn on. And what's interesting for me with when people ask me about my abilities and my psychic abilities and, you know, my abilities as an energy healer, and they want to know, you know, how how I do this or how I do that or how did that open up. And the thing is, there are things we can do to develop, but the big leaps in my abilities when things just turned on were on the other side of a huge life decision. And that's something that maybe not everybody wants to hear, but I'm just saying from my experience, and I see this with people that I, I work with, um, it's like, like we get the upgrade when we make the the big life choice that aligns with our intuition. It's like, okay, great. Your whole life is upgrading and then things will just turn on, you know? So I've had different things with all of my clear senses just turn on in a new way. Not because I was practicing some certain technique necessarily. It was because I, I made a drastic choice to, to do what resonates with my soul instead of shooting all over myself. So recognize that, that when you create the space in your life, to upgrade through whatever you're releasing, right? And when you really start to make decisions that are in alignment with your soul and what you what you need, more gifts are going to turn on and you're going to start to see the world in a totally different way. And now there's going to be even more things that you're seeing need to shift or upgrade, things that you want to move more into, that you want to focus on more, things that you want to focus less on more, right? So it's like you can't you can't unknow what you know. So if we don't want to know, then our gifts aren't going to turn on. And when we are ready to know, <laughs> when, we, when we are ready to see, then we're really going to see things clearly. So are you ready to fully see the truth? Because that is what turns on your gifts. Okay. Beauty, animals, commitment. Commitment. Commitment to self. Commitment to soul alignment. Commitment to your mission realizing how you've been playing small, how you've been choosing for other people, how you've been choosing for comfort, whether it's your comfort, your safety zone, or that of other people. This is about committing to, I want to say your relationship with the divine. And I want to say, um, how do I describe that? What you're showing me. Um, commitment, uh, to commit, commitment to your mission, really. Commitment to living as source, living as divine love, you know, commitment to not making yourself small anymore, commitment to releasing the limiting beliefs and the stories, like what a waste of time, you know? And that's the thing about the more that you connect with your soul and your truth and the divine source, it's such a dumb moment. You look at things that you've been worried about in your life, in your day, uh, and you're like, none of this even matters. Like it gives you perspective, right? So here's the thing. If you have not been in an energy of commitment in your life, like what's the thing you're not committing to? Where have you not committed to your mission? Where have you not been committing to yourself? Where have you not been keeping promises to yourself and keeping commitments to yourself? And the thing here is really evaluating what have my commitments been? If I look at my daily life, my week, my month, if you look at the decisions I make, the actions I take, and, and an outsider was looking at my life, what would they say my commitments are? What am I committed to? And is that in alignment with what I want my commitments to be? Because there might be a gap there. The beauty card, I love this. This is about, you know, she's looking in this card, she's looking in the mirror. Like, oh, look at me, I'm so beautiful. Uh, this is about seeing your beauty. This is about 
recognizing that a lot of where you have had limiting beliefs, negative self-talk, not loving yourself, not seeing clearly like the beauty of you, the beauty of your life, the beauty of what's possible, the beauty of divine, but really like how amazing you are has been illusions and judgments from other people. This is going to be a really good month to take a detox from, I would say a lot of content, not necessarily all of it, you know, feel into what feels resonant for you. But what they're saying is there's a lot of stimuli that you're not realizing is making you maybe not feel so great about yourself or making you feel a bit more judgmental about yourself or other people or, you know, where you should be at and a lot of comparison. So this can be kind of a detox of maybe you're just being less, a little bit less social, um, or you are not texting people as much or calling people as much, whatever you usually do. Maybe you are deciding to go off of a platform, whatever the platform is that you use the most, whatever you get down rabbit rabbit holes with. Maybe you don't watch TV this month. Um, that will look different for everybody. Maybe it's music. I've actually had a few people in the last few days uh, let me know. They're like, I keep feeling like I should uh, not listen to music this month. So that's really interesting. But this is about you rediscovering your beauty and having the space to really get to know yourself. And I feel like there's just been a lot of clutter in your field, in your mind. That can be responsibilities on your shoulders. That can be overthinking a decision. That can be escapism through, you know, content or learning about certain things that can be, you know, other people's, other people's negative self-talk, other people's projections. There's just been a lot that's been muddied in your field and distracting you from like taking the time to really get to know yourself and see how beautiful you really are. And that's what they really, really want you to create space for this month. And through the releasing of what's no longer serving you, of what's not really in alignment with you anymore, that's going to become clearer and clearer for you. And I feel like by the end of the month, now there's a space of, holy shit, like I'm really proud of myself. Holy shit. I'm really awesome. Holy shit. I'm really beautiful. Like actually coming to that space, but that can only come from releasing the things that are keeping us in illusion and creating the space for really getting to know ourselves in a deeper level and in a new way. You know, it's like a relationship, any long-term, well, I mean, it is a relationship, but what I mean is let's say a romantic relationship, right? Any long-term romantic relationship that really lasts is between people who are committed to getting to know each other each and every day, right? The second that you think you know everything there is to know about your partner, you're giving up. (laughs) right? You got to realize like this person is changing and evolving every day. And I've got to, I get to get to know this person. They're a new person all the time. I'm always learning more things about them. And it's the same thing with your relationship with yourself, or have you already gotten bored with yourself? Do you even really know yourself? And that's why most people feel like they don't know what their intuition is saying, or they don't trust themselves. If you feel like you don't know who to trust externally, it's because you don't trust yourself. And how can you trust yourself if you don't really know yourself? (laughs) Okay. And of course it's going to be hard to trust yourself. If you feel like you're so disconnected from intuition, where all of this is leading us is more time with yourself. And what are the spaces? What are the activities? Who are the people even who support you in getting to know yourself a little bit better? That is what you need to be focusing on this month. They're saying, right. That could be coaches. That could be mentors. I've said this before. I feel like this is a really important year to get in some type of container to, to have some type of mentorship or like some, someone or community supporting you. Um, that could be, maybe it's sound healings. Maybe it's, I know every time I go on a little solo trip over the weekend or have a staycation with myself, that's when I really create the space to get to know myself better. And I feel a lot more connected. Like what's the thing for, for you? Maybe it's, I know when I prioritize going on this nature walk, every week or, you know, doing a hike by myself. Like what is the thing that you know that when you do, you come back and you feel like, wow, I really connected with myself and I had the space to get to know myself. You know, this is one of the reasons why I love getting different personality assessments uh, and different types of like readings for astrology or numerology or whatever it is. Like I like to just get all the ones I can get uh, because I'm always learning something new about myself. And that is how I keep the spark alive with myself. 
you know, the same way I would with a partner. Animals, you know, this is really like a strong nature connection that wants to come through. When you spend more time in nature, there's obviously more opportunity for different animals to pop pop up in your environment and your guides are going to be talking to a lot through different animals you know so maybe if you don't already have any of those little animal signs like oh I know that this guide or my main guide or maybe it's Archangel Michael whoever whatever maybe it's my past loved one comes through in a hummingbird or um, a rabbit or a turtle or whatever it is you can create that right you can you can ask for that to come up, or you might just notice that certain animals keep popping up uh, and following you around. You know, I'm super connected to cats. I'm super connected to birds. Um, hummingbird is Archangel Michael for me. So things like that. And though the animals are going to be coming through really, really strongly this month. So pay attention to what animals are popping up. And that could be physically, but that could also just be through like signs. You know, maybe you're walking around and all day. You keep seeing pictures of flamingos or something like that um so creating signs with animals and also our connection with animals in terms of like um, how do you want me to articulate this I was thinking about this the other day when I was cuddling with with my cat Luna she's I'm obsessed with her she's so cute and I'm just sitting there thinking like how incredible is it that here I am snuggling up close with this thing like this animal that is it's like it's not it's not human it's an animal and I'm so connected to her and I can talk to her telepathically and like I know how she's feeling and I know you know when something's wrong I immediately feel it in my body like we have this like isn't it so cool that with animals we can just communicate in this very nonverbal way and it's very energetic and that we can harmonize with these creatures right like like I'm like there's this cat right like (laughs) This is cat just like sitting here. Do you see what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm not a cat. And here me and the cat are cuddling. Like how, how is it that she feels okay and safe to like be with this human that's, you know, 10 times as big as her and she's cuddling. Like, isn't that so cool? I think these are things that we just take for granted or we overlook. It's so cool. It's so cool. And think about that just in your life around like, like animals, like what do they bring out in us? How do they help us heal and connect with our with our hearts? And how, how do animals move through the world and relate to each other and communicate? And what can that teach us about our communication and and our style of love and how we support each other? Like there's a lot that we can learn through animals. And this is going to be a big month for that to come forward. And emotional support animals are going to be uh, probably strong for a lot of us, you know. But the, the bigger energy, I want to zoom out from that, that they're they're saying right now is around um how beautiful is it that we can feel so much understand so much about each other communicate so much without having to say a word and what has been the nonverbal communication that's been coming through for you recently and are you listening are you listening Okay, pulling some more cards here. Wow, love this. Okay, hematite, ground yourself. We're just saying about nature. <laughs> ground yourself, getting back into your body, connecting back with the earth, earthing, realizing how we've been running around like chickens with our heads cut off. And suddenly when you start to release stuff and you make space and you breathe, you're like, oh my God, I've been so out of my body this whole time. Now I'm finally back in my body. Find peace within. I told you this month's going to be about peace. Find peace within. What would it look like for you to make decisions from the space of I am choosing my peace? And if this is not create peace in my life, I'm not doing it. Sunstone, take pleasure in the things you do. Take pleasure in them. Once again, realizing how many things I have been shooting all over myself and also looking at everything on my plate and realizing how much of this shit is not pleasing me, is not bringing me pleasure. And it's time for me to lovingly release this. And maybe the thing I'm releasing is actually a gift for the next person. That's the other piece about endings that we have to understand is that 
you know, this comes through a lot. Like I'll say with businesses that want to come to a close and the business will be like, like, please send me to my new parent, essentially. You know, it, it's sort of like, you know, maybe somebody has a baby and they're not prepared for the baby. And and so they they put the baby up for adoption. And that is a gift, right? For the Maybe there's a family where, you know, they have been unable to have kids for whatever reason. And, the, you know, they're wanting to adopt. And it's this beautiful gift for them, right? To have this, to have this baby. So it's like where there was a release, right? Because maybe it wasn't for that person's highest and best. They couldn't financially take care of the child. Uh, you know, they weren't, they, they weren't prepared for that. For another family, like that's a gift. And it's funny because that a similar energy will come up with certain businesses that want to be sold or transition. And they're like, please just send me to a new parent. I don't know that literally a spirit just floated right past me. Um, see if that gets caught on video, <laughs> but that was, that was very interesting. Um, it's the same thing when, when people transition, you know, like we want them so badly to stay here, but like how, where is the, where is there the gift in that? What if that is actually them being happy again? Maybe this earth thing just wasn't it for them anymore. Right. Or in friendships, we release it. And now that friend has more time and space and maybe they they become the best friend, the biggest gift in another friend's life. You see what I'm saying? Like circle of life. It's not just an ending and everyone's SOL. Um, what last cards? They said two animals. We'll pull two animals. Yeah, this month is fiery. This is like, I'm choosing me. Cat spirit, claim your independence. Wow, you really cannot make this up. <laughs> Cat spirit, claim your independence. I'm choosing for my peace. I'm choosing based on what I need. These are my boundaries. This is for my highest and best. I'm not doing this just because I'm worried about what everybody else is going to think or I don't want to let anybody down or I don't want to piss anybody off or I don't want to make them uncomfortable. Like, I'm claiming my independence. I'm, I am spending time with myself, getting to know myself. Porcupine spirit, time for beginner mind. And that is true. Whenever we close things up, now we're stepping into something new. And that's the other reason why we can have resistance, right? To releasing what's no longer serving us anymore. It's because there's a piece of us that is afraid to be new at something again. We feel more comfortable when we already know we're good at it, right? So it's, it's better to, it's safer. It's not actually better. I'm saying this is what our ego thinks. It's safer for me to just stay in what I know because I'm afraid to start over. I'm afraid that I don't want to get back out into dating. I don't want to start a whole new business. What What if that one's harder? What I, I don't know anything about that type of business or that type of career, right? I don't know anything. I don't know anything about that part of the world or that place. I'm thinking I want to move. What, what if What if What if I have no friends? What if everything's so different there and I, I don't get along with anybody and I'm having a hard time? What if I suck at this new thing? You know, what if I my heart's been calling me to do X Y Z and and what if I suck at it? What if I don't make any money? What if it doesn't work out? Like what if, what if, what if, what if are you going to let your fear control the rest of your life? <laughs> that will feel like every single day waking up and disappointing yourself because you never gave yourself a chance. Time for a beginner mind. Isn't that how we keep life fun? Because it can be really boring just to do the same thing that we know we're really good at. Time for a new skill. What if you could just add more things to your tool belt? What if you could just add more experiences? Why do we have to relate to being a beginner as something bad or uncomfortable? What if it's fun? What if it's exciting? What if it's creative? What if it's expansive? Because that is how you expand. You step into things that you don't already know. So this goes back to where we are still in a fear of the unknown. And why are we afraid of it? Remember, if we don't have what we want then what we want is inherently somewhere in the unknown. So if we avoid the unknown, then we're avoiding actually getting what we want somehow, some way. Time for a beginner mind. You can do it. You can do it. Okay, any last messages? I'll just see what's, what do we need to know? February from the tarot quickly to close up.
Page of Pentacles, the Emperor, Nine of Wands in reverse, and the Death card. <laughs> and the Death card. The Death card is not bad. It's a cl it's closure. It's it's the end. It's the end of a cycle. It's bringing it to fruition. It's releasing, right? And that's the whole theme of the month. Page of Pentacles, new opportunity. That's The page can be a message, right? A new opportunity for abundance. This comes in on the other side of the release. And we often don't want to release because we want to know what's next. We want to be sure. Well, I want to make sure that when I leave the situation, something better is going to be there. So I want to wait until something better comes up. And then because it feels safe, then I will say, I'm going to leave. That's not how it works. <laughs> we create the space and then it comes in. You're going to be waiting forever. But it's through this new opportunity. Like when you release, this is what this is saying. When you release... When you, when you close up this cycle or this part of your life or whatever it is that you know you need to close up, it could be, it could be like a certain daily habit that's not serving anymore, right? Now we create the space for, for the insight, for the message, for the opportunity to come forward that might feel like I'm a beginner, I'm new, I don't know if I can do that, does that really make sense, blah, 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 I'm scared it's not going to work out. But that's the opportunity that's actually in alignment and allows us to step into our emperor energy where it's like, I know what I, I'm getting shit done. Like I feel good here. I'm empowered. I'm independent. I can manage the whole kingdom, right? Because I mean, this has been keeping you in a feeling, uh, like in a very disempowered state, this thing that you're holding on to, like, and because it's comfortable, we hold on to it. It's not really comfortable, but just because we're like, what if, what if, me releasing it is even worse. It's not even worse. It's just not how frequency works. Um, it's this or something better <laughs> vibrationally. It's either a vibrational match or it's something better, but I'm not sure you realize how battered this has, this has left you or like how exhausted, how tired, how like, there's like a feeling of, I mean, it's nervous system over-regulated, like, like my nervous system is on hyperdrive, um, kind of even like a paranoid feeling, an anxiety feeling, like looking over my shoulder, like that kind of energy. I don't think you realize like how much this has really amped up your nervous system because your body's stressed because it's not in alignment and how much you're going to be able to finally see more clearly, attract in more easily on the other side of closing this up. So we're getting out of that, that nervous system on overdrive energy it's through the release. It's through the release. So whatever you need to wrap up this month, whatever habits you need to close up, whatever cycles you need to end, whatever you need to say peace out to, it's going to lead to some really big expansion on the other side. You might not feel that until you move through the the grief process and the honoring how, how you're feeling that that's okay, right? That's like, that's especially when we're releasing things that weren't necessarily bad, right? But always, like there's always a, a grief process and honoring like, wow, this taught me a lot or I love that version of me. But that doesn't mean that's the only version of me. So we can have gratitude and honor what has taught us and built us and served us, but also recognize that what got us here won't get us there. And you deserve to be in love with yourself and to be in love with your life. And that is what this is guiding you to. So sometimes big decisions have to be made, but it's big decisions that really change our lives, you know? But if we have a lot of resistance, a lot of resistance around releasing something that we know on a soul level isn't serving us, that resistance is telling you something and that resistance is telling you <laughs> that it's because your life is going to change in a big way. It's because it's going to be a big quantum leap on the other side of it. So if you're ready, if you're ready, that's a February energy update. Let me know if this resonates. <laughs> I'm excited. Any, any final things? No, I feel complete. Um, so We'll see what unfolds this month. And man, I think 2023 is just gonna, I mean, it's already interesting and we're, we're a month in. 
<laughs> so we'll see what happens next. If you did enjoy this, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag me, tag at Christina the Channel Podcast so that we can repost you and say a big thank you. It always means the world when you guys share any of my content because it's the best way to help grow our community and I really do want to keep growing our community. So I'm just endlessly thankful for all of you for sharing, for leaving Apple rating reviews, those in the world. I always read them when I want to have an extra smile on my face so thank you for those uh and i hope you have a great month excited to see what unfolds and remember that the universe has your back all right that's it for today's episode thanks again for tuning in i hope you have an amazing rest of your day and i will chat with you again next